talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome down to episode number 52 oh, of the Down dear. South Photo Show with me, Brendan Waits, here in sunny, where am I? Uh, yeah, look, it is Sun City, Ocean Grove, yeah. Victoria. And that guy over yonder who is down in Hobart, Tasmania. Good evening, Mr. Cameron Blake. Good evening, Mr. Waits. A good start to the show. No. Thank God we don't record. Well, we are recording before we start, so. Well, I wonder, tonight hopefully, we, were, wonder, what? we were actually online with each other tonight for a good half an hour before we yeah, kicked we're, off. Yeah, we've actually done a bit of research here because we have a very special episode coming up, don't it we? Is, it is a super special yeah. episode. And if you're across yeah. our um, podcast and our socials and stuff like that, you're yeah. here to uh, hear about the winner of the $150 Digidirect gift voucher that we've been running all of the month of August. So yeah. uh, how excitement. And, of course, we're not going to tell you straight away. You're going to have to wait. Yeah. Did you say how excitement? I did. Oh, okay. English <laughs> is good. <laughs> I, I talk, talk good England. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, what episode are we at? 52. That's 52. Good. Now... Fun fact about my 52 is one of my all time favorite numbers, and this has got nothing to do with photography. But can I tell you a little anecdote about the number 52? Is it your age? No, uh, no. so Cameron, how many, um, weeks how many, in year 52? Correct, how many cards in a deck of cards? 52. Okay, now did you know that if you took a deck of cards and yeah. you shuffled them? And yep. you shuffled them correctly. So you did like a casino shuffle where you shuffle them up yeah. and, you know, proper shuffle. You'd, you'd still have 52 cards. You would still have 52 cards. But do you know that those cards are now in an order that no cards have ever been in that order in the history of humanity? How do we know that? Uh, it is statistical probability. And there is a number known as 52 factorial and right. I'm going to put a link in the description for you guys because it's going to blow your mind. If you have, you've probably heard this before, some of you, but if you haven't, I want you to look it up. 52 factorial. Um, Google it now, Cam, and tell me what 52 factorial is, what the number is. Yeah, it's approximately 8.0658E67. <laughs> that's right. So that's say that again. It's what? Uh, 8.0658E67. So that uh, to the power of 67. So that's that I number that's with 67 a... zeros after it. Yeah, yeah. It's that's... a billion years. A billion years currently equates to 3.15 and 16 seconds. Have <laughs> Why? What is? What is? Because <laughs> it's episode wow. 52 and it tickled my fancy that 52 factorial is a ridiculous number. There because is it relates YouTube, to there the playing a... cards thing. There is a YouTube combinations of 52 cards. Yeah, you watch that later and so, be prepared to have your mind blown. So what you're saying is that the 52 cards will only go in the same order if shuffled properly. will only go in that same order again yep. every eight something times to the power of 67. Correct. So that's not saying it'll never, that's saying it won't never happen again. Uh, we've just got right. to shuffle the. We've that's just right. we've just got to shuffle the cards. Yeah, and if you want, times. there is a fantastic YouTube clip that shows you exactly how long that would take to happen again, and you will. Your brain actually can't calculate how long that is. That's so. To put it in in a real simple term, there are more combinations in fifty two cards than there are atoms in our galaxy. Get your head around right that. <laughs> So why not 53? 
Correct. Does so 53 factorial is even bigger, but 52 yeah. relates to our episode tonight and the pack of playing cards just to right. help you get your head around things. So there you right. go. That's that's a way to fill in five minutes of this podcast. Sorry, that was just completely off tangent. But I, I, I sort of... I sort of feel like I should be dumb, uh, smarter for that bit of information, but I feel like I'm actually <laughs> you, dumber you for it. Feel like you're a bit dumber, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I recommend people look that up. Uh, so, how have you been, Cam? You've had a big week. You've been uh, back at your playground. I can see over your shoulder there. Let's talk about your background. Go on. Oh, it's just a chopper shot from Cradle at uh, Sunrise Shot. Um, no, we uh, at the end of our East Coast trip. Um, oh, last time I spoke to you guys, I was at cradle mountain finishing up my east coast cradle mountain trip that very next morning i did i did mention last week that i might have put something on the screen about here and then you said no we're not going to do that so uh we didn't so here it is in the background now maybe it we, maybe, <laughs> maybe it is um so we took off the next morning it was minus three i think it was at the helipad uh and all the puddles on the helipad were frozen and we had doors off so we we're pretty excited about the fact that we're going to be freezing our bollocks off and anyway we got in a helicopter that the pilot's like right you need to rug up you need to put everything on and it's going to be cold up there be, be ready for it and we took off and we got up to where we were here i think it's about eight thousand feet or something like that and um it was eight degrees warmer than on really? the ground yeah eight wow. degrees now, was that because so we were like, a, um uh, like a what do they call it a layer inversion or a temperature inversion where the well, if, if you see behind me down the bottom here, this way, yep. there is a little lot of fog. There's actually a bit of cloud inversion all, all through all the valleys. So, yes, there was a bit of an inversion of cold air going on. But uh, we got up there, and as you can see, we got reflections of Cradle Mountain in the Dove Lake where I'm over here. Um, so it was magic. We did a 20-minute lap around the back of this of the mountain over here, Barn Bluff, around the back and around this side. Uh, it was magic. So... Uh, my guests were they were petrified before we took off. They weren't really keen on doing a doors off flight in their, as of their first ever chopper flight. Um, but we had Nick uh, from Cradle Mountain Helicopters. He, he was great, really, really rest assuring everyone. And we got up there, had a great time, and we landed. And uh, they, they wanted to go again. They were just buzzing. So it was really cool. Um, awesome. So, yeah, it was good. Um, very very cool i love the uh i love the shot of cradle with the reflection that's just uh yeah so so cool and it sort of puts the area into perspective doesn't it because like you're so used to seeing that shot of cradle from the border's edge there the yeah, lake's yes edge. yes but, um, you really get an idea on the sheer size of the landscape yeah. down there i can i can i can almost feel your excitement about april next year oozing out of your voice there because you're going to get to walk through not only that little landscape but out to the back through where all the mountains are at the yeah. back and yeah it's pretty magic so no, I'm, i am i'm pumped for that um the campaign yeah, you've, is bought yourself a, you've bought yourself a tent and everything so that's good I've, I've got shoes i've got a tent that's about where we're at so far i'll probably need yeah. to add a bit more gear than that but we'll get there that, that, um, that's all right now doing, my mountain trial walks my, my, too as well my mountainous background is absolutely complete opposite to your flat coastal shop. Shall I cover up my camera? There we go. Uh, so this was um, sunset last summer here in OG, uh, Ocean Grove. Pretty much sort of what Ocean Grove is famous for in summer is summer sunsets. We get that. Yeah. When you get one of those nice hot summer days with the northerly wind, head to the beach at sunset, mm. that's what you're going to get. Uh, you can pretty awesome. much... And if you don't get that, you'll get a thunderstorm. So that's great. You've got, you've got pretty much guaranteed of getting, yeah, correct. Pretty much guaranteed yeah. of getting a good landscape shot. But um, 
yeah, just wandered down the beach. There was, I remember this night quite well because there was uh, paragliders getting around and a lot of people on the beach walking dogs and stuff. It was actually really, really cool. So, uh, yeah, and then that's cool. Hung around for a while and the color got better and better. And, you know, it's a, it's a fairly sort of, you know, run of the mill sunset shop, but it's, uh, it works. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, yeah, it's what Ocean Grove is famous for. I love uh, those high oh level. Oh, my God. Clouds. Look how, <laughs> look, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I might have just smudged Pix- my lens for the, those of you listening on the pod. I'll give it a little Pix- There we go. Pixel, pixelated, Brendan. Um, <laughs> those, those those high level clouds are cool. We get them, we get them down here in Hobart. And from what I understand, the ones we get down here are actually cold air jet streams from the Antarctic that cool. come up as really high, really super high air streams, and they light up like that as well, like yours. Um, yeah at nighttime when the sun catches the bottom of them. So yeah, yeah so, so if you see those clouds the, around folks, yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't, go, don't, go, yeah, don't go home if you see those kind of clouds popping up, stay around because they, they generally light up. So yeah, you generally want high level cloud for sunsets uh, to get the, to get the best color. So yeah, very good. Nice. Well, that's good. Well, that's our backgrounds. We've talked about our weeks and um, we will announce the winner of the DigiDirect voucher uh, in a little while. <laughs> Not right let's now. Not. Let's will. keep it in a little yeah. while. We would like to thank let's, let's our do it. friends. You go. I was going to say, let's do it as a 52 factorial. Oh, you'll be waiting a while. Um, <laughs> I would like to thank our friends at DigiDirect who supplied us with the voucher, particularly Mark down there at DigiDirect in Melbourne who um, organised the voucher for us for our all our listeners, which is fantastic. Um, listeners, surely. Uh, I, absolutely. And I'd also like to thank those of you who have subscribed. If you haven't mm. subscribed to our YouTube channel, subscribing is free. There's a subscribe button down there. There's a little bell you can touch as tap, touch. There's a little bell you can hit, smash what they say, the kids say these days to uh, get notifications about when our uh, <laughs> next episode is coming up. Yes. Um, yeah. And don't forget the podcast as well. You can subscribe to them. And mm-hmm. you know what I'd like to see? We got to, like I'd love to get some uh, little reviews going on in our little podcasty thing. Yes, um, please. That would be great if those okay. of you listening can leave a little review for us, good, bad, or otherwise. But five stars, yeah. of course. Uh, even even leave us your worst joke as a review. We don't mind. We like a bad joke. Just just right. Great great show, folks. Here's a joke. That's we'll, right. That'll, might read, that'll do. We'll write, read some out. We'll read. <laughs> yeah, photography jokes. Do I know many? Anyway, maybe we could dedicate an episode. What to was that? Like I said, that, that old one we used to use in the shop where you know, yes. it's the only, only, only art form you can do where you can shoot people, frame them, and then burn the evidence Correct. or frame someone else and burn the evidence. That's yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, um, you, you, you yeah delivery, so yeah, your delivery was see. immaculate then, mate. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, class. I'm, not, I'm not a good, I'm not a good joke teller. <laughs> All right, you, <laughs> you, you can't right, be good at everything. That's well, fine. That's it, you know, one yep. thing out of a million, you know. Yep. So uh, now, we our so we have two topics tonight. The second one being our photo comp winner. Um, Cam brought to my attention a potential topic for discussion mm. uh, during the week, and we have entitled this: "Are we sharing too much?" Um, yeah. Now, Cam, this was your topic that you came up with. So, what was what was the angle you wanted to talk about on that? So, this angle comes from a conversation that I had with uh, one of our show's greatest supporters, Tom Putt. Uh, you know, he's an avid listener and yeah, he, he's getting better at his landscape photography. He seems to be going okay. Maybe John um, we, an episode and we'll we'll put his yeah, anyway. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, next. Let's let's not degrade the show. Let's let's keep it above board. Um <laughs> so we've had a couple of chats about um 
you know, just things that we do with our work and what what, what are we doing with our photos and where are we putting them and things like that. And we were talking the other day, uh, Tom just finished doing the Overland track, which is why he was on the mountain last week. And I picked him up a couple of days ago to bring him back to Hobart and we're having a chat and talking about like the old school photographers back in the day, the old school landscape photographers, you know, especially people like, you know, like the Ken Duncans and the Peter Dombrowskis and even like the Peter Eastways and all those kind of guys. And going back in the day when we were shooting film, like we weren't, you know, we'd come back from a trip and it wasn't, you didn't bombard people with all your shots. You know, you go get your film done or get it developed and then they put it into a book or a calendar or they do a slide night or something like that. But what we started, what got me thinking about this is in the conversation we're having is like, well, maybe we are actually trying too hard to share too much with our landscape photography. And maybe with that, we're taking away maybe a bit of the element of, of surprise or the element of, of awe with what we share you know, it's, a, it's definitely a saturated thing online with Instagram and Facebook and websites and competitions like that. But maybe, maybe we're we're missing the mark there. Maybe landscape photography should be about maybe not sharing as much, but sharing better, so to speak. Um, because we, we were talking about it and, you know, he got back from his shot. He goes, oh, I've got, you know, five or six shots, you know, I'll get them up and have a look at them. I had some shots from the chopper. I came back from the chopper shots and I had them up that night showing them off to people. And that sort of got me thinking, like, maybe we need to slow down a bit, maybe sharing straight after you do something or so, as soon as you get back from somewhere, getting on your computer and editing and sharing. Maybe, maybe we need to take a bit of a deeper breath and, um, you know, come back to them a couple of days later or, you know, even look, look at sharing something like only sharing one photo a month and stuff like that. So that, that's where we'll go with Angle. And I thought it was a pretty good topic to bring up because I'm I'm sort of of the opinion that if I could, it's a, a bit of all about control as well, but... If I could, I, I would like to start sharing less of my images, but maybe the ones I do become more meaningful for people or maybe more impressive for people. Um, even to the point, I, I'd love to even start doing like old school slide nights at town halls down here in Tassie or something like that. Just just something to go back in the day that we're not you know constantly sharing stuff. So I know I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, I know we live in the world of digital where everything is instant, but can we... Can we, as a landscape photography community, can we dial it back and actually hold back some of the images we're going to share and, you know, share them a bit more strategically or maybe, you know, infrequently as well? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think it's a it's a good point that you raise. Um, I think, okay, so while you were talking there, I started to think, okay, well, why, what do I do and, and why do I do it? And And for me, it's pretty simple, and that is the, the dopamine hit that comes when you put a photo up because you think it's yeah. awesome and you want people to give you praise for it. I mean, that's, I think that as humans, that's what we're always looking for. Um, yeah. I look, and I, I'm, I'm not immune to that. I, uh, I consider myself an okay photographer. So when I, you know, and also I think my audience probably thinks that as well. So I like to continually feed that uh, yeah. for a couple of reasons. One, it's content that keeps <clears> people engaged I'm a businessman. I run camera and photo as a business. So, you know, taking, as you well know, Cam, putting a great photo like the one behind you up, you know, that's going to get more eyeballs on you and you know, it's yeah. going to get more eyeballs on your business as well. So from a professional photographer's point of view, I completely get it from the business side of things. And mm. look, I, it kind of bums me out a bit that it always has to do with the almighty dollar. But to be frank, yeah. right, that, that's, that's sort of what, you know that's what we make our living from yeah but, it, is, it it is yeah absolutely 
but when it comes to um, you know, maybe our listeners, um, enthusiasts, prothusiasts, people who are who are who are, who, are, who are, do photography purely as a hobby, um, yeah. I think they do. I think they put photos up for a very similar reason, and that is to have the old ego stroked. Um, I don't know. Is I think that's why uh, most most amateurs do it. People take a nice photo; they want to show it off. You are you, yeah, you're literally yeah. showing off your work. Um, and this is yeah. the day and age where you can do it so quickly. Uh, and yeah, I, I think that's 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 my sort of hot take on it. Without sort of drilling down too deep into it, what do, what do you think? Yeah, look, I, I agree to a point. Like, like I, I guess, like I, I don't consciously think about um getting you know for lack of a better word getting my ego stroked when i put an image up like uh, to me like chucking this image up online it's almost me it's not necessarily showing off my photography but to me i find it's more 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 me showing off the beauty of tasmania or where i've been so really like to me and and this is going to sound really corny and people probably won't believe it but like to me uh, like i i almost feel like i'm the invisible part of the photography whole chain like to me it's um i've got a camera and i'm taking a photo but it's nothing to do with me and it's nothing to do with my camera it's just purely to do with the location of where i am and the beauty i've seen and i I like to be able to say hey this photo it's a beautiful photo of a beautiful moment that you know only you know only two other people in the world were able to join me about to to see it so i like to share this moment with other people uh just so they can see what's going on and and yes you know you do get that little bit of a, a confidence boost when people like it or they make nice comments about it and things like that but I get, I get a little bit embarrassed sometimes if people sort of say you know how, how nice the photo is or whatever i i try not to let it get to my head as much as what some people maybe do but but i know I, to me it's almost a bit like it's almost a bit of an addiction now that i i, I want to hold back on some of these images i take and try and put them out to an audience in a different way or in a different scope and that may yeah. be to a lesser lesser audience, but maybe a more meaningful audience. And I think that comes back to as well where we talk about social media. That like this photo goes up somewhere, people will go like, like, and it's gone. Like it just disappears yeah. into the past. Yeah. Where if you're you know performing it before, uh, putting it before an audience, or at a camera club talk, or at a, a show, or in a book, or something like that, I think the audience is grabbed to that moment more. So it's yeah. not. You know, the moment is a fleeting moment that we take as a photographer, but I don't think it should be a fleeting moment as a viewer. Like they just flick past it and then that whole that whole vision's gone. And, you know, I think that's what, like you said, it does. It feeds people. I think that's the the endorphin hit is that people, okay, well, hang on, that photo's gone now. I put that up yesterday. I need more. I need to put more photos up and more and more and more and more. And that's yeah. obviously what social media wants you to do. Yeah. But is it is it taking away from the beauty and the moments that we're capturing as photographers yeah, I, by, I, by doing I, it? I don't think so. Um, I, I think yeah. if, if anything, it's raising awareness of, particularly a photo like the one behind you, it's raising awareness of how fragile Tasmania's wilderness is. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. Uh, you can look at it from that angle if you like. But, but, if, you know, but, oh, but I'll, stop you, I'll stop you there for a second though. But if, yeah. if you... If you say like you're saying it's 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 bringing the attention to it, but it's bringing a really split second attention to it because by the time I put this up and someone likes it, there's another thousand images pop it up that someone looks like. So yeah, yeah, which is the nature of the beast. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm with you there, but you know, I'm 
okay, so I'm going back to, you know, when I did that day trip up to Dalesford and did those autumn shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think big the biggest part of that day for me was the uh, the 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 benefit I got mentally for my mental health. Yeah. It was brilliant yeah. day for that. Um, when I was getting good photos, that was the endorphin rush then, and I was capturing these photos, but not for a yeah. second when I'm taking these photos and I go, that's for Instagram, that's going up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it doesn't work like that. I, I yeah. take, I've always taken or tried to take good photos uh, that please me first and foremost. That's yeah. I'm my own audience, if I can yeah, put it that yeah. way. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm yeah. My own, we're all our own worst critic as well. And I like to think I can look at an image now and know when it works. Now, prime example, we've just been through and shortlisted the the entries for the photo comp. Mm. I mean, it, it really is within a second, I, I can tell. I know what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I think uh, I'm sort of going a long way around to this answer here, but I think for me it's, you know, going out to these places, getting these great photos, then editing the photos, you naturally hone down a top 10 anyway, you know, from your yeah, day. Yeah, like yeah. Your photos from the, your, your chopper trip, you did yeah, 180 right. photos. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you narrowed that down to 10, yeah. say, roughly, uh, and then you went one, those three. They're, they're yeah. the ones I'm going to post. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I think that's a good thing because you're, you're, you're putting your best foot forward and showing your best work. But yeah. going back to your question is, are we sharing too many images? I think we probably are. And I think there's got to be more emphasis put on quality over quantity. But then yeah. you get tripped up on what you just said. And that is that you can put an awesome image up. It's gone. Like it's it's history. Yeah. You see it in well, 12 it, yeah. months when Facebook says this is your thing from this 12 months. This is your ago. memory from, yeah, that's right. So that, that that's to me, like, I guess, I guess what the, what I'm trying to, point out is that yes you know we we get online and we get a great shot and we put up there and we want we want to show there's multiple reasons why we put it up online either we want to show people we want to share the experience we want to stroke our own ego whatever it may be and but like i said then it's gone are, are we you know are we having a lesser impact with our images than what we would have had 20 yeah. or 30 years ago and, like and how, if, how ironic is that be given the reach that social media now has that's right um, we're having there's less no, there's impact. no question that there's thousands more eyeballs on your photography today than there would yep. be 30 years ago there's that that just goes yeah. without saying so but are those they, do do those eyeballs actually care or do they just flick through and i think they do but i i also firmly believe and we've mentioned this many times on the podcast that um our photographs although you will get the general public you know like like whatever our photographs reach photographers um Mostly, I mean, I, I find I, a lot of the comments are coming from either people that have done one of my workshops, yourself, yeah. other photographers, you know, oh, great shot. Well, and, and you look at it and you go, yep, I know them. They've printed with me. That guy's a photographer. Yeah. That, you know, that, yeah. she, she, she does baby portraits, blah, blah, blah. And you go all the way down through it and it's like, okay. What, so which is why a lot of the time I'll try and share my stuff to the community notice page uh, yeah. here in Ocean Grove. But again, that's clearly to drive foot traffic to my store. But there's yeah. nothing wrong with that either. I mean, that's that's what I do. Yeah, that's well, that, that that that's right. Yeah, that that's business, and that that's yeah, yeah that that's fine. Like, and that's the thing. Like, there, there's there's got to be a percentage of it that you do that um, absolutely drives business to 
either what I do or what you do or whoever else is sharing their images. I, I just look back at, you know, images like the Rock Island Bend down the Franklin River, like that image itself practically changed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it changed the move. It changed the political movement yeah. in Australia. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, when you, yeah. Yeah. Now, when you look at it from that angle, I think you, you're completely right because if you go yeah. back through uh, the greatest historical photos, they were yeah. all film. They're all shot on film. You, can, I, yeah. I battle to find an image that was done on a digital camera that comes up in like your top twenty list of greatest yeah. photos of all time, and that includes. Like war photos, photos of famous yes. people, men on the moon. And, and, and do you maybe do you maybe think that the reason they had more impact was because they weren't flooded on a, a forum or a medium, and and they were actually they weren't you know you know the shots of like for example Rock Island Bend or the moon shots they only released a dozen shots of the moon or something like that or you know a couple of shots of the river or or the war shots but maybe. Yeah. The impact is higher with the with the lesser amount of images that we share. So you know, like this, you look at Cradle Mountain behind me. This is a World Heritage Area. It's not in danger as such, but you know, it's always like I said, quite fragile. You know, this, this image thirty years ago, maybe that could have changed the way they structured a national park, or maybe you know, National Geographic got hold of it and said, "Hey, look at this place. It's off the charts. Yeah. Where is this place?" So now, like the impact is lost in now, now photography. Now people- now people double tap so the heart comes up and flick it left. So that, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, and going back to the topic, like, are we sharing too much? And by doing that, are we actually taking away the importance of the images that we're creating? I, I think. Yeah. I think the. I think the answer is yes. I think. I think if we want to continue to make sure that landscape photography is important to environments or whatever it might be, whatever whatever your movement is or whatever your story is you want to tell, I think. By sharing too much, we're actually taking away from the importance of what 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 we're trying to share, what we're what the message we're trying to do. And this is why, you know, you look at exhibitions and things like that. Exhibitions are still, you know, that that's that moment where people go in and they look at a photo for five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, or they sit in the room with a whole heap of work and go, "Wow, this is I get this now." Yeah, it'd um, be interesting though, wouldn't it, to hold an exhibition and not show one of your photos in the preview. Well, that, that's 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 where I'm actually thinking of going with stuff. I'm actually yeah. thinking of, and this is what Tom and I were talking about as well. I'm actually thinking of creating work, and he's similar as well. Creating work that doesn't get released, it maybe gets released once a year or once yeah. a quarter, or yeah. yeah. Uh, and then people might be more driven to go, okay, what's what's Cam been doing? What's Brendan been doing for this yeah. last year? Yeah. He's got an exhibition, or it's an online thing, or whatever it might be. I'm, 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 you know, really super keen to see what he's created, and I think that could be a really cool way to go with landscape photography. Is just keep yeah. some of these shots to yourself, and then bring them out in your own way. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? Because um, if you look at if you, if you look at trying to do that, basically what you're leveraging off there is purely your name um, yeah. and whatever else you've released in the past. That's so right. You, yeah. you could you could technically you know promote a a uh, an exhibition through social media, but mm. you you you'd have to literally put a disclaimer and say this photo is not in the exhibition, <laughs> or you know it'd be an interesting yeah. way to do it. Or do you just have a black box that has your name on it and says exhibition? That's it, and people are like, that's intriguing. I think I think you'd find that it'd probably work quite well. Yeah, and and I think that's. And I guess, you know, it's probably around the fact if you've had a history of good work or a history of people, yeah. like you said, people people know your work, that maybe it will. But 
I don't know. I keep, I keep finding myself pushing away to, to this point that less is more in a lot of things. So, yeah. you know, taking less photos, but better photos, putting less online, but making sure, you know, it's engaging or maybe holding back and saying, right, if you want to see these really nice photos that I think I've taken, pop on down here or, you know, check it out online or there'll be a secret, you know, special gallery on my website or something like that yeah. where you can go and check these photos out that no one's seen before. And then... 12 months down the track, they get released, but a new exhibition comes in of brand new images. Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 yeah that'd be cool. Because because if you, like, if, uh, sorry, you yeah. Go. I was going to say, well, if you go back to the olden days when these, you know, you know, these legends of landscape photography, they had exhibitions or they released a calendar or they put a book out every year or, you know, you, you didn't see the book, you know, you didn't see Peter Dombrowski's book before he put it out. Yeah. It came out and you went, oh, crap, I'll buy that. That looks, that looks unreal. And then you yeah. went through. And I, I still, to this day, I've got all a lot of photography books from different photographers around the world. And you pick them up and, and you flick through and you actually spend time looking at the photo. You look into the photo. You, you can see the story. You can read the story. We don't do that anymore. We, we just chuck it online. And then yeah. it's, oh, that's a good photo. Next. Yeah, so it. it's like a whorehouse of photography. <laughs> Yeah, just okay. in and out in and out real quick yeah that's, <laughs> um so that's anyway it. that that uh, I'd, I'd i'd love to hear what that's a terrible analogy yeah no, um but i'd lo i'd love to hear i don't know um i'd love to hear uh, what people's thoughts of that are like i know you know we everyone needs social media and we, we need like to use it and it's got its benefits for businesses individuals whatever that's fine but are we are we missing the are we missing the impact of our images for the for the images that we think are important to what we're shooting are we missing that whole impact that we would normally have? Are we, are we letting that go all for the sake of a bit of a tick and a like and a, what you said, a, a love heart and away you go. So yeah, no, that's right. I don't know. No, it's, it is a, it's an interesting topic, a little bit of a can of worms, I reckon. So if you've got any yeah. uh, comments about that, bang it in the description yeah. below. I'd be interested to hear people's feedback on that. On that, the mm -hmm. last thing I'll say, it, it sort of reminds me of, and we've been talking today about um, various stand-up comedians. I love stand-up comedy. I really enjoy watching stand-up comedy. Yeah. But when I go to a show, I want to hear the new stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to. That's right. I don't want the yeah. dude to be standing up there and, and and rehashing a special that I watched in 2015. I want I want yeah. the new stuff. So and, and it'll be it'll be an interesting way. And I'm assuming that there's plenty of artists that do this already. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about photographers that have been brave enough to withhold images and basically just market an entire exhibition on the fact that you ain't seen this before and the only way you can see it is to come into the gallery or to come into the space. Yeah. That's, that's Look, I think cool. I think I think there has been over the over the last 10 years or so there's been I'm a few probably being very naive when I say that. Yeah, there yeah, it, it, there has been, but but it's funny you say about comedians. Look, your drink bottles turn into a sunset. Um it's funny if you uh think about like rock concerts or concerts. I, yeah, I love going to concerts, but if I went and saw ACDC and they played nothing but their new album, you'd be like, take this shit off, get the, get the old stuff on. Yeah, but that, that comes back to that old argument is are you there to, you know, to hear the music or are you there to see them? Like, the, And it's the same yeah. with comedians as well. Are you there to yeah. hear the jokes or are you there to see them? It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, funny, it's a funny thing that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I I think you should do it, and I think um I think I'll, mm. I'll come. That sounds great. Yeah, look, I, I I don't know if it's something I will do, but like I said, it's just a conversation that keeps popping its head. Mate, up I'm telling you, it'll be it'll be ballsy. 
It doesn't, and that's the thing. It doesn't mean I guess you still got to keep an online presence. It doesn't mean you can't put images up, but you know you might just put up. You know, I, I find myself on Instagram these days rehashing a lot of old images. I'm playing my greatest hits because um, you know they they're working. I know they get engagement. Yeah. I know people yeah. like them and I'm stuff the like that. And and they and yeah. they haven't seen a lot of day for some time as well. Like yeah. Yeah, you, know, you and I have been in this for a while now, man. We've got quite the 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 uh, the gallery of images, you know, that is just yeah. sitting there on a hard drive. Well, I had um, buried back in social mate, media ten years ago. My mate uh, Jamie, who has actually been helping build my office. G'day, Jamie, if you're listening, because I know he does. Um, he uh, asked me a question today, which I thought was quite interesting. He goes, "Oh, what, what's your best picture you've ever taken?" I'm like, "No idea. I really like this one." And he made a good point. He goes, oh, you've probably got hundreds of thousands of photos. I'm like, I have got hundreds of thousands of photos. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're not all masterpieces. And, you know, there's a few and far between good ones. But uh, to pick out a, a great image that I like. So, you know, the one I resonate with is is one that I showed him. And, and then he showed me the ones he likes of his as well. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. So we'll see. I'd like to hear what people's feedback on that is. I really... I really think we might get a mixture of responses for that. I reckon some people might go, you know what? It would be nice if it was like that. Uh, other people are like, no, no, it would be social media all the way. I, I think we'll we'll get a good mixture. Yeah, for sure. So, Looking forward, as I say. Hit us up in the description below. Uh, it's that yeah. time of the podcast, Cam, where we need to uh, make a big Get serious. Um, uh, we are going to now uh, talk about our landscape competition that we've had running for the month of August, and again, thanks to our big, our our big, our good friends at DigiDirect who have supplied us a one hundred fifty dollar voucher, whether you can use at any uh, DigiDirect store in the country or online, uh, but it is through DigiDirect at Melbourne, and this was to celebrate the remodeling of their flagship store at two one seven Elizabeth Street in Melbourne. If you are in Victoria, in Melbourne, Australia, pop on in, say good day to everyone. Tell them that you watch the Down South photo show. They'll go, the what now? But that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, tell them you watch that and then step back a, a metre or two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what we did, yeah. um, we had a stack of entries. It was great. Um, it was really good, August. really good. Uh, and today we're recording this on the last day of August and can put a post up to get your entries in. So we got a little spike of entries towards the end, yeah, which is did. great. So thank you yes. to everyone who took the time to enter. I hope um, no one's. I hope no one's entered late after, since we've been recording this because I shot them at eight o'clock. Bad luck. I hope, uh, I hope you no can one, you yeah, can enter it in the next one. Um, so this has gone out on Friday, the second of September. So um, hello to everyone in the future. Cam <laughs> yesterday on on Thursday put up our shortlist on our um, social media accounts. I uh, put it up on Facebook, Cam, or. Yeah, Facebook. Uh, uh, Facebook, yes, that's correct. Yep. It went yes. up on our Facebook page, the short list of ten uh, that we chose. Um, it right. was pretty. It was pretty cool the way we did it actually, because Cam obviously had all the photos. He put them in a Dropbox for me. I had a look at them, and lo and behold, we pretty much came up with identical short lists. So we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah it was. It, it was it actually. Was, uh, it was actually a little bit spooky. <laughs> it, it was actually. It was actually probably the most we've actually been scripted together without actually trying to be scripted together. <laughs> yes, we were. We were. We were in sync. Uh, and uh, good band. It, There's another good band. Not in really. Sync. It goes without <laughs> saying that we uh, both picked the same winner, which yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and because I blabber on too much in this podcast, Cam, it is your duty and honor is to it? announce right. to announce the winner of our DigiDirect $150 gift voucher. The winner is the winner is well, like I said, there was a heap of entries that came oh, in. We shortlisted you them just to 10. padding it out longer and longer <laughs> yeah. and longer. 
longer and longer and longer. So um, funnily enough, the the winner of the $150 DigiDirect voucher, surely they're going to give us more vouchers, I reckon. If they're Mark, if you're listening, hit us up yeah. for some more vouchers, will you, mate? I think we um, But funnily enough, the image that Brendan and I both uh, were drawn to and, and chose as the number one image was actually the only image out of the whole lot submitted that wasn't in colour which is very weird. Um, so the winner is the only black and white photo that was entered, and that's not saying you need to enter black and white to win. Uh, but Susan Rockliffe, uh, congratulations to you. Uh, it's a beautiful image. We'll put that up on the screen now, won't we, Brendan? It will be there now. Bang. Hovering okay, right sure. Um, it's a beautiful image. Uh, I don't know um, where it is. It looks coastal. Uh, it's a beautiful coastal scene. It's got these uh, sea grasses and the wind's blowing, you can really feel the, the energy of that ocean there. It's got some pretty cool storm clouds, but just a really love, lovely shot. I love the the tonal range in it. It's really nice. Uh, the, the horizon's straight, which is always a good thing. And, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Susan hasn't dropped the sky in as well. So and, congratulations. And the, the cool thing, Cam, is it, until you just said it, I didn't realize that it was the only black and white photo submitted. So uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's yeah. funny, isn't it? And 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 look, <clears throat> maybe that drew my eye to it. But I'm not sure, but it's yeah, a ripping yeah. composition. Like it's yeah, it's, it's nice. Broody, it's broody. It's yeah, um, yeah. The 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 contrast for the image is great. It's sharp. It's yes. Uh, I I, I it's the kind of photo I love because I like to look at the detail, the, the barbed wire yeah. fence, the posts. Yes. It's it's really cool. Look at those grasses. Like this is and the gra and the grasses are really the grasses are all uh, blowing towards the camera, which I love. Like yeah. you can you can tell it's windy and you can tell it's moving that way. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I think and if the storm clouds in the back, it just show it just oozes mood, and um, yeah, I'd, um, it's a great shot. So uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, so there was some Susan, other if, um, other if if yes. if a landscape ever had character, you've captured it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what I'll say about that. Yeah, and there was uh, we did a top three, and we'll we we'll make mention we did we'll make mention of those on the Facebook page, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it was really hard. The top ten that we picked out, um, really, any any of them could have been in the top three, and um, but we we both keep coming back to this black and white image. So yeah. um, well done to Susan, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll be in touch to give you your one hundred and fifty dollar voucher. Well you know, done. feel free if you want to send us a slab of beer or something like that. Like that's fine. We don't happy to take bribes afterwards. Um, but no, go spend it on something um, based on the photo that Susan's taken. I don't think she really needs too much gear. I think she's mastered what she's doing with her camera. Yeah. Um, so maybe a cleaning a cloth message. or something. This is where we get a message from Susan that that's shot on a Samsung Galaxy S20 or something. Oh, if it's on a phone, we might have to disqualify. <laughs> it may be. I don't know. Does, it tell, does it tell us in the minute? It should tell us in the minute. You know, you know I'm searching the properties of it now. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so well, I can't see it. No, no I can't it's see not, it. It's not going to tell us because that's basically a, uh, uh, a, screen, a screen grab of it. But Screen uh, grab. But, yeah. So that, that was awesome. Whatever. Um, I, I, I don't care what it's taken on as long as it's a great photo. A photo. And um, yep. awesome. And, yeah, look, again, the, the, the quality of entries was bloody terrific. There's some absolute rippers in there. There's actually one there that uh, I'm borderline asking if I can buy it from the uh, for digital use so I can print a copy of it myself. But that's uh, which one? Which one's that one? Uh, that's the one that I mentioned earlier with the gum tree uh, and the rocks. I'd right. I, re I reckon I reckon that person might be interested in letting you print those, obviously. Okay. 
right. Yeah, we'll, get in, we'll, we'll get in touch yeah. with it. But yeah. you know, and you know the what? Other, yeah, you go. No, no, you go. No, you go. You go. I was going to say that the diversity of the entries was great as well. Um, yeah. We covered a lot of different landscapes, a lot of different areas. We had winter shots. We had summer shots. We had autumn mm. shots. We had spring shots. We had a lot Coast, of mist. Co we had, coastal. Uh, Outback. inland mountainous outback everything yeah no it was really really diverse so thanks guys yeah. really really cool we'll definitely do that again at some point so uh, as cam yeah. quite rightly pointed out our friends at digidirect whose logo has adorned this uh episode all the way through um surely not thank you once again for your help with getting the, that off the ground that was does that just sit on every episode now that digidirect logo no 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 no, <laughs> no. They, they, all, okay. august was their month <laughs> oh right okay just asking uh, um if, and if, if people have a if photography people... related business that would like to sponsor <laughs> yeah there you go yeah. um and if you'd like to see the top 10 we'll put them on facebook but we're not putting them on until this time next year <laughs> that's right exactly <laughs> you'll have to wait yeah. 12 months to see them oh, um, but maybe no. we could maybe we could set up an exhibition of the top 10 that'd be pretty cool yeah we could do that you could print cool. and frame them yeah, for sure. Um, so well done, Susan. Again, thanks for everyone for yes. entering. Uh, we good, will good stuff, um, everyone. Yep, we will uh, run another one of those. Um, our new segment tip of the week, which is normally me just really quickly giving you a hot tip, a pro tip, and this week yeah. the tip of the week is formatting your memory cards, people. Um, is that before or after you take the photos off them? Well, generally after you've taken the photos off them. So. Uh, Quite simply, the reason I like to, 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 to mention this is because when you delete a photo off your memory card, it's still there. Okay, so what? if you just hit delete, be? I know, right? It sounds uh, counterintuitive. However, when you delete an image off your memory card, it is still there. Basically, when you hit the delete button, it's just the image gets compressed and software gets written over that part of the memory card to say it's not there anymore, but it's actually still there. So we can recover memory cards at camera and photo if you accidentally delete your memory card for that reason. So... If you format your memory card, you are taking your memory card back to pretty much the day you bought it. In other words, you are wiping it completely clean. So wow. another little analogy I can give you, if you have a chalkboard and you write in chalk, but you get a feather, a feather duster, no, a duster to wipe it off, you can Where's still sort of see remnants of the chalk. But if you get a <laughs> yes, sponge and a bucket of water and wash it down, then it's gone back. All right. Off. So what you're so, saying is people need to dip their memory card in a bucket of water to correct. delete the... Yes, okay. that's how you delete photos. Um, so we need you to be doing this. And why? So that your memory card doesn't get clogged up with remnants of old photos. So yes. a memory card that you bought a year ago might now only be taking a 1,000 photos when it used to take 1,500. That is the yes. reason that you do not do, format your do, memory cards. Do you prefer to uh, format in camera or in your computer? Um, depends on where the, cam the memory card is. Generally, I will do it in camera. So right. generally, I'll do it. So I've downloaded the photos. I've taken the yep. memory card out. I've triple checked, made sure the photos are on my PC, put the memory card in the camera. Uh, a lot of cameras have shortcuts to formatting where you hold two buttons down and it formats it, but it's pretty quick and easy to find format in the yep. uh, in the menu, particularly if I'm going on a big trip. So um, if, I'm, if I end up taking, and I definitely will take more than one memory card, for example, on our big hike next year, um, I will sit there and format those memory cards before I go and make sure they're all good to go so there might be three memory cards, for example. I'll go through yeah. and format them all and make sure they're so all you start, ready So you go. start on a completely a completely clean slate is what you start I on. I do like doing that because then also mm -hmm. when I get to the other end of the trip and I go to download, I'm not hunting through 400 photos of Mungo yes. and of Dalesford and, of you know, they're all going to be 
the overland track in Tas Vegas. Tas Vegas. You you're gonna need a few memory cards on that trip, my friend. What about one 256 gigabyte card, would that do? Oh, there's another question. Do you risk it just one memory card or you take one in case one fails? All of your eggs in one basket. No, I'm all about redundancy and I would much rather take, uh, I'll take probably four memory cards and they will all be probably 32 gig or something right. like that. Okay, so real safe. Very good. Yeah. Uh, that's I mean, a good I'll, I'll, the great thing about memory cards is what do they weigh? Yeah, like nothing. nothing. Like and brands. they take no, they take no room up either. Correct. So I'll I'll be stuffing those bad boys in little hidden pockets and zips. In fact, funny I should mention that stuffing them. Yes, yeah, I <laughs> I did that thing the other night. I had because my cam my camera bag stays in my van all the time, and there was a relatively nice sort of sunset. Oh, it was when I was at Torquay, and I yes. went down there and I grabbed the camera out. What do you know? No memory card in the camera, <laughs> and I went, oh yeah, that sounds pretty typical. And then, sure, um, they'll have one in the glove box. Well, unzipped my uh, the side hidden pocket in my camera bag, and there was like eight memory cards in there. So I was like, "Uh huh, there you go. That's what I wonder where they got to." Uh, so yeah. always uh, keep memory cards kicking around wherever you can, and yes, keep one in the glove box of your car. Yeah, I still don't. I still haven't done that. You need to. Mm, I do. So that's a um, tip. Format your memory cards. That's a cards. good tip. Yep. Um, yeah. Episode fifty-two, dear Cam. We didn't get one this week, so um, if you have no. a, if you have a deer cam question, please send it to us uh, via email or by direct message or however you want to send us yeah. a deer cam question if you have one. And we we had we had a we had the the call out for horror stories, and we did have a horror story about a leech, but I'm still trying to find where it is. I've got to find whether it was emailed me or messaged me, but. Yeah, still so, can't find it. I've been looking stays. all. I've been looking all bloody episode. I can't find the bloody. Stay story. tuned in episode fifty three for a horror story about leeches when you're taking photos. It wasn't. On, it wasn't on the YouTube, was it? On on the uh, YouTube, I'm starting to was, sound like you now. It was probably on the Facebook or the YouTube. <laughs> <On> the, <laughs> maybe we're just too old to do this photography stuff. I don't know. Uh, so um, that is episode fifty two. What do you got coming up this week, Mister Blake? Uh, so I've been doing a bit of printing uh, the last couple of days, which is good, catching up on a few orders and things. So photos, not a photo to... until it's printed. That's right. So I've got a few photos to drop off and sent out a book today. Um, what else have I been doing? Sort of relaxing a bit. I've got an Olympus Day coming up next weekend. So On the 10th week. of September? 10th of September. Got an OM Digital, OM Systems, artist formerly known as. And then uh, the week after that, I am on the Spirit of Spew. Uh, back to the mainland, and we go up to Flinders Ranges. Fantastic! So up to Flinders Ranges for another trip. So, yeah, I'll be around next weekend. We can do next week. We can do another episode. Sounds um, good. Episode fifty-three. Hey, here's a fun fact for you. Episode fifty-three. Did you know there's a fifty-three factual? What is it? A fractional? A factorial. Factorial. Mm. That's bigger than fifty-two. It certainly is. By, if you by, have an all, if a you factor have, of fifty-three. <laughs> If you uh, if you have a, a deck of cards with an extra joker in it, correct. Or what if you did? What if you left both jokers in there? Huh? You'd be there for now, longer. Now today we're getting to the end of the episode, and today I asked you about putting something towards the end of the episodes to see if people are still watching and slash listening. Do we do yes. we want to do that? Or <laughs> we should. We, we really should. Uh, we really should. A, um, because I'm only forty nine. I watch a um, a YouTube channel called How Ridiculous. 
Uh, do you know those guys? Oh, the Aussie guys? Yeah, yeah, the guys from Yeah, Perth. yeah, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, are, yeah, they cool. are cool. They do re- just dumbass things of, hey, how many plates can we smash with this bow and arrow? And um, yeah. what happens if you drop a fridge off a 44-meter tower? All that sort yeah. of stuff. They do very and, funny um, stuff. They do. And they have this thing called the 44 Club. And, right. uh, and basically, the, the reason they put it in there was so that people, they, that would get people to listen all the way to when they got a shout-out if you're in the 44 Club. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and it was just made up on the spot in one of their earliest YouTube clips. But every single YouTube clip, they say 44 Club, thanks for hanging around. So we need to we need to have a little club. A 52 uh, Club. 52 Factorial Club, thanks for hanging around. <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to do something, don't we? Guys, I'm sure, do I'm sure a favor do. and look up fifty two factorial. It'll bend your mind. I guarantee it. Um, um, I would also like to, before we go, yes. uh, happy Happy Father's Day to everyone this weekend. Oh, nice one, good call. Yeah, Day I think on so. Sunday. And also happy birthday to my young boy Jamison. He'll be turning the ripe old age of seven. Wow, hey. uh, he's pretty excited. Uh, he's he really wants his toys, which is fair enough. It's his birthday, he can have what he wants pretty much. And that's on Father's Day, is it? It is on the f- same day as Father's Day. What an awesome gift you got on Father's Day! Pretty good, thanks, Lisa, yeah. for that. No. Nice work, give yourself a pay rise. Yeah, I um... <laughs> Talk, talking, talking of pay rises, Lisa's doing a, a day of work for me these days. And nice. today, today, she had a two hour lunch and uh, did some online shopping. And uh, not much else. Hopefully, she did online shopping for you for Father's no, Day. No, no, no. She's just buying stuff for herself. No, that's not liar. Apparently, I'm lying. She's <laughs> wow. Is that the is that the first time Lisa has ever spoken on the podcast? It might be the first time we've ever heard a sweet little voice on the on the podcast. I reckon we should have it on. I reckon we should have our wives on as a special up guest. And, up until now, no one thought Lisa was real. No one thought Lisa existed. And <laughs> when they, when they meet Lisa and they go, okay, what are you hanging out with Cam for? They they still think she shouldn't exist around me. <laughs> but um, she's here. Now, uh, we're, talk, we're just quickly talking about what we've got coming up. Um, yep. uh, we will remember throw our minds back 12 months ago when the footy finals rolled around and we just about dedicated an entire episode to my football club. Well, they're back up into their oh, necks in it this, again. This is not a footy show. It's not. So, um, who, so they, the, who uh, they got Sydney at the, when this podcast comes out, oh, I'll yeah. be sitting in the stands of the MCG in the Shane Warne stand. Ah, uh, yes. Um, going for the mighty demons. So good luck. If your team is in the finals, who's Carlton playing? Um, that's a good question. I can't remember. Because they were in the eight all year. Like, they must be playing someone. In the eight, all bar 100 seconds. <laughs> 100 seconds of the year of the season. That's Again, just, again, I'd do a shout-out to our friend it. who barracks for stop Carlton, it. but he doesn't talk to me anymore, so. Stop it. <laughs> Nor does he watch the show. I can't Not this far, the, anyway. I can't for the life me work out why. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I thought, uh, I, thought I, was, I was a good mate, I thought, but anyway. Uh, also, um, final plug for the, our businesses, cameraandphoto.com.au, and Cam, you are at? Uh, tazphoto.com.au uh, I have started selling the spots for the World Heritage Area Tasmania Tour in March next year uh, so have a look at that I think you've got a link in the description that's there check yeah. it out uh, we will see this on that trip mm, uh, so tasty. strap strap yourselves in with the doors off and away we go yeah no, that's going to be brilliant alright yes. guys thanks for listening to episode 52 of the Down South Photo Show we will see you I, episode I, 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 I've seen what you're doing here Brendan you're trying to make this go for 52 minutes aren't you <laughs> who me <laughs> yeah I'm watching you <laughs>
We will see you minutes. for episode fifty-three next week. No, I'm gonna crap. I'm gonna crap on even longer, so it goes fifty-three minutes. <laughs> nah, bye. bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>